So every day, you have three motivations that will determine how you live. Every day, there are three things that will compel you to make decisions to know how you're going to live. You might not realize it, but that you have some motivations that are inside of you, external, internal, that will drive the decisions that you make. Well, here's the interesting thing, though. Two of those motivators are going to actually lead you to death, and one is going to lead you to life. We're going to talk about that today. So two of these motivators are going to actually lead you to greater emptiness, loneliness, despair, and one of them is going to lead you to a fuller life. I call these motivations because it is. It's what compels you. It what drives you. What pushes you to make those daily decisions. Galatians chapter three. There's a big section here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle uh, a little bit of it. So if you have your Bibles, I, I do want you to follow along with me. It is not on your screen. It is Galatians chapter three. If you don't have a Bible or on your app, by the way, if you have the Grace Capital Church app, you can download that, and there's a Bible um, in the midst of that app as well. So in my Bible, it talks about uh, by faith or by works of the law. I want you to listen to a couple things in this as I read it to you. I want you to understand law, I want you to listen to faith, and I want you to hear flesh. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly uh, portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you this. Did you receive the spirit by works of the law or by earning it with faith? Are you so foolish, having begun by the spirit, you're now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain, does he who supply the spirit to you and the works and works miracles among you do so by the works of the law or by hearing it by faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteous. Now then, that it is those of faith who are sons of Abraham, and the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, in you shall all the nations be blessed. So then, those who are of faith are blessed among Abraham, the man of faith. It goes on to understand that where our righteousness and where our faith comes on, and I, I wanna just pause there and I would encourage you to keep reading along, verse 10 through 14, and maybe if we have time we'll jump back down there, but, but I think you got the first um, nugget of what Paul is talking to the Galatian church, what is happening, and so much of it can happen with us. We start out well and all of a sudden we start making decisions with life that have nothing to do with what initially we were longing for, which was a full life. You see, we, we come to Christ because we realize that living for ourselves, living for our own sinful desires, our own fleshly desires, doesn't produce life. It doesn't produce life. So there's three ways that we're making decisions, and I want to bring us through there because I I know for me, I was just doing a mental inventory, which I'm going to ask you to do. 
And we can realize that we can play all of these three motivators at any given day or any given week, but we have to understand what's the cumulative effect of those motivators. So the first motivator is uh, we live by the flesh, living by the flesh. The second is living by the law, and the last one is living by faith, or I would say living by the spirit. Paul in Galatians talks about those very things. He says, how is it that you started by the spirit and then you started to think that somehow you can accomplish more by going back to the law? Now remember, in my corrective statement earlier, Jesus came to fulfill the law. The law by itself has some challenges. But before we go to the law, I want to talk about the flesh. Living by the flesh is this, living by desires. It is actually like a dog that gets a whiff of a great barbecue or a steak somewhere, right? What, what does a dog do? He is oblivious to everything around him, and uh, all of a sudden, there's only one thing on their mind, and it's like, how am I going to get that steak, right? And that's the same way for, for those of us who live by the flesh. It begins to say, what is going to satisfy me in the moment that I'm in right now? It's actually... When I say living by the flesh, you can just probably say living for yourself, living for your own desires. So here's in James chapter one, it says this, then desire when it has conceived gives birth to sin and sin when it is fully grown brings forth death. So we have to say, well, isn't it good to have desires? Well, it depends. Is it desires that feed the flesh or is it desires that you know, bring us closer to God? Now, the other thing is we do know that sin is fun for a season. Anybody a sinner out there? <laughs> Come on, we're in church. You can be a sinner in church. It's okay. <laughs> some brave souls of like, I know some of your stories. You guys are good sinners out there. Good meaning that you've been redeemed by Jesus, but understanding the reason I say good is because that, that, that honesty is really healthy. We all have shortcomings and that's why we need a savior. I am not encouraging you to go out sinning. Please hear me clearly. And I am not calling sin good. I'm just saying sin will lead you to destruction, but for a season, it's fun. It's fun. But for those of you who have experienced that fun, you know the end of that story. It brings pain, destruction, hurt, broken relationships, and it is horrible. But we're deceived to make it feel like it's feeling great at the time, but it always leads to destruction, hurt, pain. So this is the interesting thing. Living by the flesh itself is a motivator, right? We have desires and we have, we, we want to live for ourselves. It's By the way, that's very natural because of the original sin in the Garden of Eden. That's what we find, that we're living for the moment, living for the flesh. Sin entered the world and, and here we are now struggling through these things. But it's a motivator. But this motivator will only lead us to more hurt and more pain. So then we could go, well, we could live by the law. If living by the flesh isn't great, maybe we can live by the law. And let me give you an scripture here, 1 Corinthians 15, 56. The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. 
oh, the power of sin is the law? How can that be? Well, let me tell you, rules can feel, anybody who's a rule follower in here? Uh, there's some personalities who just love rules. Give me the rules, I wanna follow them, right? And, and rules can feel safe. They can feel like they're wise, but it is a prison that ultimately brings death. How can that be? And I'm not going, clearly I'm not asking you to go break a bunch of rules. That's not what I'm saying. But, but here's the problem with, with the law. See, again, Jesus came to fulfill the law, not to abolish it, right? In the beginning, he says, you need to keep those things. I'm not saying go out there sin. I'm not saying go, go breaking a bunch of law. You now have the power to keep it. But the law in itself, if it's just for the law, will always condemn you. It will always tell you where you're not measuring up, where you are falling short. It's, it's kind of like having somebody follow you, right? And it's, it's the law part of your brain that's following you and telling you, ah, see, you failed right there. Oh, you messed up again. Ah, you'll never amount to anything in life. Look at, look at all your failures. Look at, at, it's like, I gotta get better. I gotta get better. I gotta measure up. I gotta measure up. And they're saying the, the law can't do that for you. The law cannot bring you life itself. The law is only going to judge you. The law is going to tell you where you have fallen short. Right? So we all know that, right? When we, when we break the law, when we do something even against God, we know that we have fallen short. But that is not going to bring us life. It's not going to give us the fulfillment that God has promised us. Or the other side of it, all of you rule followers, you like the rules because you can tell if you measure up and you can be feeling pretty proud of all the things that you're doing right. You got your lists and you're checking boxes and like, I'm good in this, I'm good in this, I'm good in this. And look at me. I'm not like all of them. Look at me. Actually, this is the way the Pharisees lived, right? They said, hey, we, we know how to keep all the laws. We've got self-discipline. We, we've been trained to know how to keep all these laws. We're great. And Jesus called them what? Whitewashed tombs. Basically, they're dead on the inside. You look great on the outside, but you're dead on the inside. So we can either try to live by the flesh or we can try to live by the law. Both of those... They're motivating us every single day, right? You got to start doing some inventory, thinking about when did you live for the flesh this past week? Did you just live for the moment here and there? Live for yourself. Make decisions that are what's going to feed me. Or did you say, hey, how do I do the right things? And thinking that somehow that's going to give you life and check the boxes. I'm going to do all the right things. But I want to let you know those will only lead to well, can I tell you what the law does? It either uh, brings judgment on you or it feeds your pride. It's actually the same coin. You flip up both sides of that coin, the law will either put judgment on you or if you're really good at following all the rules, it will make you prideful. It's not going to bring life. But then he goes on to say, in Galatians chapter 3, verse 11, the righteous shall live by faith. But the law is not of faith. Rather, the one who does them shall live by them. Christ redeems us from the curse of the law 
by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanging on a tree, so that in, in Jesus Christ, Christ Jesus, the blessed of Abraham, might come to the Gentiles. So the promise of the Spirit, the promised Spirit through faith can come to them. See, Paul was realizing, so he's speaking to the religious leaders. He's speaking also to the Gentiles. The Gentiles were the people who didn't really have faith. And here he's saying, okay, you can either, you can either go by works, try to earn it. You can try to go by the law, you know, that, that makes you feel a certain way, puffs you up. Or you can, or you can just say those, those fleshly Gentiles, right? Just keep living by the flesh. But here he's saying, no, the life that I had for you to live is by the Spirit. It's by through faith. Now you say, well, what is faith? Faith in Hebrews chapter um, 11, verse 1, tells us the definition of faith. You've been around the church a while, you can probably realize. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Now, when you, and it goes on a whole list of people who live by faith. And if you were to think about that by itself, it's almost like, oh, I just got to have some ethereal faith believing in something I can't see, like somehow faith is a substance in itself. But all faith is is really understanding what Jesus has done, and he's deposited his Holy Spirit in us, for those of you who've given your life to Jesus. And is at that moment, though, that that is what gives you life, is the Spirit of God that dwells inside of you. So you can either try to live by the flesh, feeding your own flesh and desires. You can either try to live um, by the law. It's only going to judge you or puff you up. Or here he's saying, here's the place that gives you life, and it's living by faith, living by faith. In John chapter 6, 63, it says, this, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Jesus' words. Words I have spoken to you, so there's a word of God, right? So if you're just reading this to check boxes, it's going to be like the law for you. It's not going to give life. But if you're saying, hey, I want to know the heartbeat of Jesus. I want to know what he has for me. I want to understand him speaking to me through the word of God. That will bring life to you. So living by the faith is this. Living by faith is living by the spirit which means it's a relationship. It's not about the Pharisees of all the do's and don'ts. Or it's just not like the worldly people who just want to live by the flesh, which is temporary. Okay, here's a good example. I'm going to try this illustration on you. This is, this is a, from my game here called Crocono, but it has nothing to do with my illustration. So, here's my illustration. It's like making deposits... So I'm going to build a little stack here. This is your life. All right. White means, how are we doing, camera? Are we getting on this so people can see this? I'm trying to get it where I need to. And the rest of you guys, you can see it. All right. Here we go. So here's, here is your life. This is the illustration. Here's your life over here. And every day, you're making decisions. You've got key motivation, uh, motivators that are helping you Make decisions. Now, some decisions are going to give you life. Some decisions are going to give you, you know, hurt, pain, brokenness down the road. 
So it's kind of like, hey, you know what? I'm waking up today and, and I just feel like I just really want to, I deserve it to be about me today, right? You've been there. I am tired and this just needs to be about me today. So you make decisions along the way that are pretty selfish and you know, you, you go to the store and get a box of Twinkies and hide out in your car and eat your Twinkies. And um, then you just kind of like, you know what? I really, really, really deserve, you know, just an exuberant meal by myself. So I just, I'm, I'm just gonna keep feeding my flesh, my desires. And by the way, you know, I just need a good movie to, to, to relax. And then you just keep feeding the things of yourself. Well, that's day one. And you notice that, that you live pretty selfishly that day. But these are the deposits. These are the motivators. These are the drivers that have driven you. And, and here's your day. And here's what's in your life. You've made deposits into your life that have fed your flesh. Well, maybe there's another day that you're going to be like, hey, you know what? I, I, I got to get my act together. I can't be living so carelessly like this. So I, I just got to like, okay, start making my list. I got to read my Bible. Just check off the list. I got to get through it. And then I've just got to like, I got to do some good deeds because that's what you do, right? If you're, if you're really going to be good, you got to do good deeds. And then you've got to... Uh, oh, the laws, right? So can't swear, can't uh, chew, can't go out with girls that do, and um, and then and then so like okay, I'm I'm doing it, I'm doing the work, I'm doing the work. There's another day, another day of, of life for you of key motivators of living for the law, and it's just left you feeling depleted and empty and. And or or here's another one. It's like Jesus, I, I just want to. Thank you for saving my life. I just want to be close to you today. I, I want to do some, I, I do want to spend time with you. I want to pray. I want to do some devotions with you. I, and Jesus, you know what? Oh, Holy Spirit, I saw my neighbor really struggling the other day. Are, are, are you asking me to, to jump in and serve my neighbor? Okay, I'll, I'll do that, Jesus. I'll do that. And, 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 you know, yeah, there's somebody at work who's really struggling, and I see that, and they're kind of limping and, and, you know, Lord, did you need me to pray for them at lunch? I can't do it during, I get fired if I do this during work, but at lunch, okay, Lord, I'll, I'll, I'll pray for them. And you see the deposits that are starting to be made in your life, and, and, and it's these things that have life in them that start to feed your joy and your peace. And, and, and you're on the, in the grocery line, and it's really long, and you're in the 10 and less, and the person has 12, but, but okay, Holy Spirit, I'm patient. Be patient, be kind too, be kind. You can offer to take a couple things out of their cart so they only have 10. Okay, there you go, you judgmental person. <laughs> oh, oh, we do that. So, so here's, here's your life, right? Here's your life filled with things that bring, bring goodness and life to you. But that's not really the way life happens. It's not quite as black and white like that. But what happens is we do make decisions every day, these key motivators that, that we struggle with, that we struggle with our flesh and we struggle with, with our pride and being judgmental and the law, right? And then, but there are times that we feel like, oh, Holy Spirit, come speak to me. God, we want to be close. And we have this mixed bag. And by the way, we all have a dark side to us. We all have a dark side to us. 
So we have to struggle through this. But I think if we begin to acknowledge what brings life and what brings death, what brings joy and what brings pain, that we can begin to start saying, you know, I, make a, I wanna make a different decision in my life. I just don't wanna keep living for myself. I wanna live for others. I, I don't wanna just kinda live by the law of rights and wrongs because there's no life in that that's either gonna judge me or gonna feed my pride. But, but God, I do wanna spend more time with you. I do wanna understand who you are. I wanna be sensitive to your spirit and your voice inside that I wanna be responsive to what you're saying to me because that brings life. The great thing is, is some days you're gonna feel like this, right? You feel like, oh my word, the black is out, weighed the white, but can I tell you what? His mercies are new every morning. <sighs> Takes it away and he says, son and daughter, I'm gonna give you a new day. I'm gonna give you a new day. You choose this day who you're gonna serve. You have an opportunity to start making deposits in the ways that you you choose. What are those motivations in your life? You want to live by the law? It's either going to judge you or it's going to build your pride. And what happens to those with pride? There comes a nice little fall at the end of that one. Or live by your flesh. And I, I guarantee you, people who've lived by their flesh, and I've been one of them, it, it leads to ruin, it leads to hurt, it leads to pain. And so we know that we've got to keep our flesh at bay. But I think that if there's anything that I've learned is by living by the Spirit of God, living by faith, is a thing that continues to keep the dark side of us at bay. When we mess up, we have a Savior that says, it's okay, my mercies are new every morning. Let's start again. Let's, let's walk together. You see, it is like, instead of having the judgment walking behind you, beginning to judge you. It's when you're walking with the Spirit, this is what the Spirit says. Hey, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and give you hope. Hey, by the way, I know you feel like a failure today. <laughs> I'm the God of second chances. Ask for forgiveness, I'm here, I'm quick to forgive. I've got a good life for you. I've got a great plan for you. I love you. And I forgive you. Stay close to me. Keep walking with me. So these times of where you're struggling with your own judgment, you're struggling with your own flesh, that I can come and bring healing into your life. We have choices this week. And my challenge for you this week, I've been feeling like as we walk through the book of Galatians, I wanted to give you a challenge. And this week is, the challenge for this week is to live more for the spirit, less for the law, or less for the flesh. Can you do that? And I know you're saying, well, what does that mean? And it means build a relationship with Jesus. It means listen to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit that, that is that is res resident inside of you. If you've asked Jesus into your life, the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you.
And then some of you have been living under the judgment of your mistakes. Some of you need to hear that tomorrow is a fresh start. But tomorrow is also a day that you're going to be able to make decisions to understand what you're going to live for. I get we have desires. It's easy to live for yourself. It's easy. It's, for those of you, it's safe and easy to live by rules. <laughs> Just tell me what to do. It's easier that way. I know how to measure myself. <laughs> but it doesn't give you the life that the Spirit is wanting to give you. Hope and joy and peace and patience. Oh, patience, that's the fruit of the Spirit. But all these things, all these things. Do we track? Did, we, did, I, did I help you get somewhere today? I'm hoping so. You know, I, I, I often feel like the Lord is speaking to us and, and he's asked me to be the mouthpiece for him to you. And, and I do my best to try to be as clear as I can. And so... The times I'm not as clear, I trust the Holy Spirit to make it clear for you. Um, but I do my best to try to help us grow to the things that bring us life, to help us grow into our preparedness to meet Jesus, to help us grow into the areas that, that really allow your life to prosper. See, I believe the kingdom of God is, is here and now to be lived. You don't have to wait to die to experience the kingdom of God. It's here and now. And I want you to live in the fullness of what God has for you. Welcome to Church Online. My name is Pastor Mark, and I just want to say thank you for taking the time to join us in watching our services online. Maybe you can't be at our location today and you're watching this from home or on the road. We just want to say thank you for tuning in. And maybe you can't get to a physical location at Grace Capital Church, then this becomes part of your regular routine to do church live on your computer or on your device. We want to say, invite some friends with you. Do church together. Life is so much better together and discovering what God has for us is meant to be done in community. Gather people together and enjoy these services for weeks to come. Thank you for watching.